It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Uh, welcome in. Friday, November 18th. Andy, Mike, and Jason, the fantasy footballers, back with you. Lots to talk about today. Second half of the matchups to break down. I was a little tempted to jump into your spot there on the intro, Mike, with Thunder Snow. Yeah. It's uh seen the videos of, of what's going up there, Buffalo, man. It is. That's wild stuff. It's got some Stranger Things vibes yeah. to it because you were you were just sharing this beforehand. You don't think about the fact that there's not usually thunder in a in a snowstorm until you see it, and you're like, "That's weird." Yeah, that's true. Stranger Things vibes. Yeah, yes. I, I saw people tweeting yesterday: six feet of snow on the way. Devin Singletary is five foot seven. Yes, <laughs> um, just gonna be running under the. That's how it works. But the big headline there: they move the game. They move the game to Detroit. They hope. They hope Maybe. to. Um, it has been scheduled. Yes. However, one of the teams is still in Buffalo, and that would be the Buffalo Bills, and traveling, and not not just like can the plane take off, it's can the player get to the airport. Yeah. So uh, there are some uh, Josina Anderson tweeting this morning some concerns about, you know, is there a contingency plan here if they can't get out of Buffalo? Um, I don't really understand when they rescheduled it, how they didn't get out then, but uh, they are currently in a position where they haven't traveled yet. And they play in Detroit on Thursday. For so, Thanksgiving. So even just the trying to do a, like a one-day postponement, like the NFL, as we saw during COVID, they find ways to get things done because billions and billions and billions of dollars are on the line. But this is a total logistical nightmare of – you cannot make. You can't do Monday, you, Thursday. You can't make the Bills play a football game on Monday and then play a football game on Thursday. I mean, there's just a complete Is there competitive disadvantage to the team. Any chance that they just do this over Madden? <laughs> just, just a simulation. Well, I mean, you know, Look, their team is was, in Buffalo. They they hook up on. Stephon Diggs is on my team. I am for this because if they simulate that thing on Madden, Diggs might have five touchdowns. <laughs> okay, I've, I've played Madden. Is that a solution for fantasy players if they were to cancel the Give game? Give me those numbers. Is there Can there be a formal Madden simulation that everyone takes the fantasy <laughs> stats from? Is that a thing? Um, no, it's, it's a mess. So we'll, we'll find out. Also, stay safe, Bob. You know, that was a nightmare video. For what it's worth, I sent a note to our League of Record this morning saying, like, in the event that this game was flat-out canceled, right. like, have contingency plans, mention it out loud, right, in our Slack channel and say, Look, if the game's canceled, this is my quarterback. If the game's canceled, you know, it, would you? It's kind of like the COVID world where that was happening. Sure. Would you grant 
um, extra, basically like extra roster spots. You know what I mean? For a canceled game, all of a sudden you're you're late in the week. This isn't something you could prepare for. This isn't something normal or natural or in the process of uh, anything we've experienced. And so if, if you had Stephon Diggs and you've got a full lineup, can you play someone essentially off the waivers without making the transaction? I don't think so. Really? No, I don't think you could do that. I mean, I think you could accommodate for the roster spots and say people make your plans today if you wanted to do that. But, I mean, you can't really just let them play somebody off of waivers, I think. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, would you allow to say, okay, you can drop Diggs and he's, for the player, and Diggs is untouchable, oh yeah, you I get think, Diggs back. Yeah, that's you, what you I could would do, do. Yeah, you could do something like that. Yeah, that's that's the only way you can really handle it. I mean, It's it's brutal. Hopefully they, it's, hopefully we're just over-talking it, and yes. it'll be fine. The NFL... They always find a, a way. It's an Ian Malcolm situation. I mean, just I like get, get, the, uh, get the dog sleds up there. Oh, to get him to the airport? Yeah, I've seen what they do in Alaska. Just dog sled straight to Detroit. Yeah. I think you skip the, if pl you, skip if the plane. You, if you leave now, I, maybe you can make it. They still do the dog sled racing, right? Oh, yeah, the oh, Iditarod. Yeah. That seemed like a kind of a thing people talked about when we were kids. Yeah. There was some books about that. Well, there, there was, was a movie. There was Iron Will. Oh, boy. How do you remember this stuff, Mike? <laughs> you remember the, the music? song? <laughs> Come, Come on. on. I mean, I remember, once you say it, I remember that movie. Oh, don't remember the ending. <laughs> okay. I don't. So we're good. It's Friday. Foot Clan Friday. You had the, uh, the Harrison Ford one that just came out. Oh, yeah. Um, with a, 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 a it was dog a, sled race? No, it, but it was just Alaska. And the dog, like everything was CGI'd. There's Indian, old Indiana Jones and a bunch of CGI characters. Around. I love that he's Indiana Jones. <laughs> it is Foot Clan Friday. Every week we give away $100 to fantasychamps.com to a supporter at jointhefoot.com. One of our uh, Foot Clan supporters. This week's winner is, get this. This is their name. The one T boss. Oh. Whoa. There can not there's not two. No. No. Or there is, but this person is at the front yeah, of the line. Clearly. Congratulations. You win a hundred dollars. Thank you for supporting the show. You can follow the fantasy footballers on Twitter at the FF Ballers. We're over on Instagram. Just in case you need a backup social network. I would Instagram.com slash fantasy footballers. Well, you can. I mean, yeah, we don't we don't know what's going on in, with the Twitter, and we want to stay connected to people, so go uh, go follow us elsewhere. Yeah, so... J-I-C! Uh, just in case, yep. Uh, TheFantasyFootballers.com is the website, all the rankings, the start, sit tool. Uh, all right, I've, I've delayed us long enough with uh, dog sled racing and, and thunder snow. Uh, we're Nothing six, to see here. We're six minutes into the game, and unfortunately, <laughs> we do need to talk about what transpired last night. Unfortunately? Yeah. Unfortunately. You crazy man. What an awesome game happened last night. The Green Bay Packers were defeated by the Tennessee Titans 27-17. to Mike had Alan Lazard, who, uh, dare I say, hey, 11 targets, baby, may have put forth the worst game of his career. 11 targets. Uh, multiple drops, 5 for 57. So I, I, no look, separation if you I watch the... I won't disagree with the separation, but th the drops... He had multiple drops. Uh, yeah, multiple. I don't know if I call those complete drops. I call them complete drops. Now, there were some that weren't there, his fault that, that Rodgers, he even came out after the game and said he missed them. There were overthrows that he could not have caught. Right. But then there were balls that were in his, like two, I can think of two. He yeah. was on both sidelines. Pure drops. Pure drops from Alan Lazard. Um, Christian Watson has never dropped the ball. Or, <laughs> I mean, that guy, <laughs> just hands of glue. But uh, four for 48 and the big, the big difference maker, two touchdowns for Christian Watson. Had the touchdown on the, I mean. The free play. The, the vintage Aaron Rodgers seeing a defensive mistake, exploiting it, getting everyone to the line. Getting a free play because there's 12 people on the field and just throws up hoping for a touchdown, and Christian Watson came down with it. When you're 6'4 and that fast, it is a tremendous advantage. Yes. Five touchdowns in two weeks for Christian Watson. It's unbelievable. Mike played Lazard. Jason played Watson. Mm. Jason 
almost didn't play Watson. Oh, I, I went back and forth many, many times, and I I was pretty staunch about like I I don't know how you'd bench him. I I didn't know what was going to happen. That's for sure. But I knew that if you didn't play him, and then last night happened, this morning's version of Jason, well, would be better for the show views. <laughs> it would be a very broken man. Yeah, that that's true. I am happy to report I did start Christian Watson, so that went well. I also had Derrick Henry, and that went well as he rushed for a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, and had 28 mostly inefficient carries. The, I was mostly okay with the Derrick Henry situation until – the and uh look i'm you said I am, you said 80 yards and a yeah, touchdown was well, your goal i'm saying that this line is completely from a biased situation of not on not on team packers i'm on team not henry the missed holding call on the derrick henry screen that went for 40 oh, plus was there yards a missed holding call on that dude like the, the 41 yard screen pass the defender like got fully turned around as he was rushing it. It was highlighted even on the replay. They're like, okay. they're like, oh, they got away with one right there, which turned into a forty-yard reception and then a touchdown. It's like this These one are the things that we watch. The <laughs> one missed holding call turned into ten fantasy points, and it was just like at that point it was like, well, f this, I'm out. Good job. Was that that wasn't the point where Jason was dancing around you, middle fingers. Oh, out, I mean, just, yeah, doing was, doing high kicks and clapping under my legs. Can anybody explain? The bomb to Traylon Burks under At the under end? two minutes. Oh, when I it's can. a two score game. No, I, it's brilliant Was that an coaching. F-U moment. No, it's Mike Vrabel being a better coach than most coaches. It was two minutes and four seconds left. So you, you just assume you're going to run the ball, except you don't need to run the ball because the clock stops either way. So the whole defense is playing up, and they're thinking oh. if it's a long enough pass. Then the clock stops at two minutes, regardless of a completion or incompletion. It's brilliant coaching. That man is so next level smarter than most of the coaches out there. And that all adds up in my head now that you laid it out. I yeah. I, I didn't know if Jair Alexander was like chirping the whole game and they went after <laughs> him on the last play, but that gave Traylon Burks a very healthy seven for one eleven, his best game as a uh, a pro. It was. I mean, even before that, it was very. It wasn't like a big fantasy day, but it was very encouraging to see yeah. his involvement. I had, they they I threw the ball well. I mean, Robert yes. Woods had six catches. That mm -hmm. was that was the worst part. It was like, okay, we know that Green Bay is going to get run on, and then they weren't. But it was all it was all these third downs of like they just couldn't stop Ryan Tannehill. I think we'd all agree that if there's any player in the NFL that you had to bet your life on scoring a touchdown in a football game, we're all taking Derrick Henry. Like, there's just no – it always works out somehow for Derrick Henry to get into the end zone. The only very consolation large. I had was our friends at DraftKings had a very nice happiness hedge for me where they gave uh, Derrick Henry quite a nice touchdown boost. And Kyle and I, of course, took that. Did you just uh, – is that a, a new phrase, the happiness hedge? Yeah, we've been working on that. For That's, so it's just uh, <laughs> something you do to avoid having the worst night of your yes. life? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, uh, the Packers lost again. I mean, let's not lose that. And A.J. Dillon, I want to highlight this, uh, is he is nothing. A.J. Dillon is nothing. At um, this point, yeah. And look, I'll, I'll take it on the chin. I thought this season would be – certainly didn't think the Packers were going to be sitting at 4-7. and seven. Uh, They had been, what, 13-3? and they have been great. In, and their offense had been great. So, um, But when you are playing from behind, you're not going to see A.J. Dillon on the field very often. And he's just not efficient or effective. I mean, this has just been a bad year for them. Um, A.J. Dillon is not worthy of a roster spot. And I think he's worthy of a roster spot as an insurance back because I do think if well, Aaron, you're saying if you have Aaron Jones, well, if either way, if Aaron Jones goes down to injury, gotcha, then he's gotcha. got value. But I will say this. We got to give some credit to Tennessee Titans rushing defense. They've been outstanding. Yeah. They held the entire team to sub three yards per carry. Um, you, you can throw on the Titans usually, but you cannot uh, run on them well right now. All right, uh, let's get into the news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. Briefly, obviously, if the game does take place in Detroit, Buffalo, Cleveland, you know, this is big news for the quarterback situation. Yeah, Josh Allen, everybody. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, they were all looking very questionable. And then on the other side, even Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones. 
is Amari Cooper on the Ooh, road? It's, it's close enough. At a neutral game site. Neutral Amari Cooper is in my lineup, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he won't feel the opposing crowd's sneers. <laughs> and it's really the sneers. Mm -hmm. oh, he hates the sneers and, sneered the, at. and he the hates jeers. The, the sneers and jeers, they get him a little shaky. Bad separation when you're being sneered at. Yeah. Uh, the, the Chiefs placed McCall Hardman on injured reserve. It's an abdomen injury and an illness. Uh, you know, I don't know. If it sounded like, you know, is it appendicitis? Yeah, is it a sports hernia? Know. You know, those, that's the abdomen area. Spleen? Could be a spleen. Yeah, yeah um, could, oh, look, diverticulitis is, is Chipotle. I mean, oh, right. we, yeah, we don't know what it, it is. It is IR, so I think Chipotle yeah. is, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> we, we fully expect Juju Smith-Schuster to not be there this week. Kadarius Toney is, I mean, you, you talked about it yesterday, great play. And and to be clear, Juju's not ruled out yet, to my knowledge. He is not I've ruled seen, out. I've seen him questionable on platforms. I just want to make sure that we don't state sure. something that's not. We're just we're saying we're not expecting. Correct. Him to play. Correct. Yes. I, uh, I I just wanted to know yep. if there was news for myself. Uh, players that are good to go: Matthew Stafford, David Montgomery, Jamal Williams. They all practiced in full after missing uh, personal day for David Montgomery. Jamal Williams had an illness. So there you go. Other injury updates. I don't know if Wandale's going to play. Didn't practice at all on Thursday. That hamstring kept him out of games earlier in the year. They Seems doubtful. Is Darius Slayton as a very sneaky start this yep, week? he is. Zeke limited. He said, uh, barring any surprises, he will play. It's the player, but I believe it based on the timeline. He said he was very close, or they said he was really close last week. Mark Andrews limited again on Thursday. He was limited the last two weeks where he obviously by week last week, but before that he was limited, did not play. And I was reading quotes this morning from Mark Andrews, and he it was it really scared me because it was like uh, I can't wait to get back out there, but we're taking a a, a really more mature like look at it and looking at the the long term. And so I was like, was there, are you not playing? So I, Mark Andrews is really questionable to me. I agree. I think he is. Uh, if if people in your league think he's coming back and they have Isaiah Likely and you have Mark Andrews, you might want to go try to ensure your Mark Andrews. David Njoku participated on Thursday. I, I still think he's questionable. Cole Komet limited. DeAndre Hopkins did not practice on Thursday. Yeah, what is this with a hamstring injury? But I, they play on Monday yeah, night, so this right. is basically okay. your Wednesday. This could be a day of rest. You got to pay attention to this, though, because they play on Monday night. If he doesn't practice today, now you go, oh, this is legit. This is new. And I mean, last and year was the hamstring, right? I don't remember if that was I, hamstring. I, I think it was nodding yes. So I I don't know if this is the same leg or not, but the. When he missed all those games last year, I believe it was a hamstring. But you need to have a pivot option on Sunday because they play on Monday, unless he's sure. back to full practice today, in which case you just wash this off as a day of rest. Uh, that was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. One headline I forgot to mention. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it out. <laughs> Thank you. That was one of your best. Thank you. Uh, next Wednesday, ahead of Thanksgiving, the annual Megalodon episode of the show. We take three episodes, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday shows, and then we uh, we congeal them. Um, the the Zorg, what is it, the Zords, they get together to create a Mega... Uh, wait, is that a, a Power Rangers Is that a Power Rangers? The yeah. Mega Zords? Yeah. Or yeah. Mega Zord, I should What's say? the other one people talk about? Voltron. Of, Voltron, yeah. yes. Um, Voltron was... was uh, that's... Old people, like stuff. Papa Josh, you get Captain pa America, or not Cap Captain Planet. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> We're creating a Captain Planet episode. Mm -hmm. Do we have the like PSA at the very end? Look, he's going to take pollution down to zero. So next Wednesday, expect a very long episode of this show. We'll cover everything as we head into the Thanksgiving uh, holiday. And um, Jason, you you were not part of the footcast yesterday. Mm -mm. So, but I want to get you to weigh in real quick. What's your 101 Thanksgiving Day food? Ham. Honey-baked ham. ham. Oh, we had a lengthy discussion about how we we are overtaking Thanksgiving with the with the ham. Ham's getting in there. Oh, yeah. Like, ham People is so much better than turkey. It's not Honey-baked ham. Honey-baked ham. I was just... I mean, they call it a Christmas ham for a reason. Like it had Christmas by the throat, but now it's, going, it's coming for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, turkey's good too. I, I prefer it's, both. Turkey's fine. Turkey's okay. It's I fine. don't dislike <laughs> yeah, turkey. Yeah. Turkey is not an. I'm not anti-turkey. But I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, turkey's so good, guys! You ever had this turkey?" No, it's it's turkey. It's dry white meat. Okay, I, I figured you'd have some strong opinions on this holiday. Bring the ham. Bring the ham. All right, into the forecast we go. Fantasy forecast. And by into the forecast we go. I I'm gonna detour for a moment. Perfect. Can we throw the deucer cam up? By the way, uh, Jay Grizz in the house again. Yo, yo. I, I need an explanation, Kyle, because today you've got your Braves cap on. I know you're a Braves fan. But we've seen you in Boston, a Boston cap. And then I think it was yesterday we saw you in a California Angels cap. Yeah, that is correct. Which, look, I, could, I get it. It's a little bit nostalgic, right? Because they don't exist anymore. Maybe he just was confusing the A. Angels in the outfield. That's what I was going for. Is oh. that what it was? That's See, why you bought it? Little JGL I've had action. That, Matthew McConaughey's in that movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a big deal movie for you. Yes. How do you skip over Tony Danza? Yeah, that that's what first are you of doing all, over there? Me closer, <laughs> so, so you just don't have a sense of obligation to wear your home team at all times. Yeah, it's baseball. Yeah. yeah good point, Mike. Okay. You don't need you don't need any allegiances. Stick I'm having ball. fun. You're having there fun. You go. Yeah. There you go. That, I, yeah. I'm by a, not watching I'm a little baseball. surprised you don't just pivot between Angels in the Outfield, Memorabilia, and Mighty Ducks and just stay he, there. He kind of does that. Yeah, he does. All right. Yesterday, we covered the Browns, Bills, Bears, Falcons, Eagles, Colts, Jets, Patriots, Rams, Saints, Lions, Giants, Panthers, Ravens. Six games left to talk about today. Uh, but don't worry. After that, Mike gets shamed more than he did last night. He gets to spin the wheel. You, look, you cannot, you cannot kill what is already dead. Right. <laughs> I uh, I know it's a surprise to everybody. Do whatever. I I do not care. No, you've, you're you're just you're just uh, you're a dead man. Yep. Just limp on the ground. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, be, I'll be in this seat just hanging out. So you didn't watch the whole game? You were done. I watched the whole game. Oh, okay. I I watched. It's, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't rage quit the game. <laughs> I rage watch. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But did, scream at Alan Lazard. Did you get any Postmates to any happiness hedge there? Uh, we did do a, a pretty big pizza. Okay. Pizza meal. I did pizza last night too. Washington five and five taking on the one seven and one Houston Texans. The Manders. Might as well just, uh, why don't we just call the Texans the palindrome because they're okay. not going to win another game okay. and they're not going to tie sure. another game. So oh. they will be the palindrome the rest of the, the year. The middle number just keeps going up. It's just going up. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook line, Washington minus three. The over-under is 41. Washington started one and four. They are four and one since then. Houston, man, they have led for 11% of their plays. Nice work. So the, uh, the upset last week, Washington taking out the Philadelphia Eagles. Taylor Heineke is going to stay at quarterback. And uh, I think we are all very bullish on the running backs in this game. Yes. Houston is addicted to something. And that is giving up thirty plus points to opposing fantasy running backs. They are dead last in the league. I mean, if you break up thirty point six fantasy points, their average given up across Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, you will be happy with both players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely. Brian Robinson is a shoe in to me for twenty carries in this game against the world's worst run defense. Um, Antonio Gibson catches passes, so you you could start both of them for sure. They are, uh, the Texans, only one of three teams since 2009 giving up more than 30 fantasy points per game. Uh, they love it. It's their favorite thing to do. Terry McLaurin, 8 for 128 last week. If Heineke's in there, McLaurin is in there, right? Yeah, McLaurin, McLaurin is definitely in there. He's been targeted enough, and, and he's good enough. This isn't a great defense, but I will caution any time that teams not – teams that can run the ball that would – like right, to run right. the ball when they play against Houston, they're able to run the ball. And so the passing game, like you said, 11% of the plays this season, the Texans have had the lead, which means you could just keep running the ball. You don't have to throw it a lot. So I don't expect a good game from Heineke. I don't expect a great game from Terry McLaurin, not because the Houston Texans defense is good, but because it's too easy to just get a W against by running the ball. Yeah, the trouble comes when, let's say, your first score – or your second and your second score are they come on the ground, um, or through the defensive side of the ball, and you've got a lead, and then they get to do what they want to do, which is slow the game down, run fifty plays on the ground. 
Um, you really want McLaurin to be that first touchdown yeah. in a neutral game. I think even if he doesn't get the touchdown, though, the, it'll be run, run, deep pass to Terry McLaurin is, uh, is how I, I see it going. And like the John, John Dotson is back, um, sure. still working his way back into the fold, but he was better with Wentz. The, the target shares for Terry in the Manders passing offense – since uh, since Heineke has taken over, 25, delicious, 27, 35, 44. Can we get, can we get a 50 in can there? Can we get a 50% Terry McLaurin game? All right, on the other side of the ball, Damian Pierce, you must play Damian Pierce. The Washington Manders defense has been great against running backs, but you, you're, he's matchup proof because they just give him so much work. He's, he's the been, offense. He's been very good. And to be clear, like, yeah, to the last point, like last week, you know, he's 5.5 a carry against the Giants last week with a 44-yarder. The week before, 5.1 a carry with a 36-yarder. Like, he has a 75-yard run on the year. Like, he breaks a long one eventually. And and wasn't one of those uh, very difficult run defense? I, I don't have his schedule in front yeah. of yeah, me. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, he is matchup-proof, like Jason said. Uh, you have Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins. I don't really eh. – I don't want to play them because I've played, I've seen Brandon Cooks for eight weeks, and I don't. Look, you might have to. Like, if you had to choose between those two guys, are you playing Brandon Cooks over Nico Collins? I am. I, I realize Nico has been the better player. Brandon Cooks has been uh, has been missing time, but I still believe Brandon Cooks is the better wide receiver. He's had enough targets in games he's played, so I would I would still I I don't want to play either, but I would choose Cooks over Nico. Uh. By the way, Wanda Robinson trending in the right direction, according to head coach Brian Dable. Oh, fantastic. Those two targets. I was going to say, like he is still somebody I'm making prove it on my bench yes. right now. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with the, the two best teams in football. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. It's no secret we get deep on football here to the point where, yeah, maybe I, I might lose track of a few other things like subscriptions. I mean, do you know how many you've got right now? Probably not, but our sponsor, Rocket Money, can help. I've been a longtime user of Rocket Money. I love it. I get pop-ups all the time checking in on my finances. Things like subscriptions like, hey, you should probably go through your subscriptions and, and just make sure that everything is on the up and up. And I go and I check and I review every single time. And sometimes, every once in a while, boom, there's a subscription that I forgot about that I don't use anymore. Thank you, Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash footballers. That's rocketmoney.com slash footballers. Rocketmoney.com slash footballers. Yeah, that's right. The Raiders. <laughs> oh, it was a it was a trap. It was. The Raiders are two and seven. The Broncos are three and six. Welcome back. We fooled you. Uh, you thought we were talking about good teams. 
Yeah, this ain't no NFC East, gentlemen. This is the uh, the bottom of the barrel Raiders Broncos. This, this was the chosen division. Oh man! I mean, I feel I'm I'm Obi Wan screaming. You are the chosen one. The AFC West. Five and thirteen between the two teams. Wow. Denver minus three. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook line. The game is in Denver. The over-under is just 41. Uh, Las Vegas did win this game 32-23 in week four uh, in their home building. Russ is the uh, – that was his only top 12 start of the year. If you're playing Russ this week, I understand the matchup is good. I also understand if you close your eyes because watching that happen – you know, his good plays this year have generally been a broken play. It's like I, I think of Dulcich's touchdown in his debut game. I think of the was it Virgil last week yep. that caught a nobody was guarding him because nobody had ever heard of him before. Yeah. Well they were they thought it was the the, the water boy. <laughs> right. So um those plays can happen, certainly. But Did yeah, I mean it's not the... it's not exciting. They and, and and for what it's worth, fantasy points allowed for the Raiders defense, I mean, look, I know what the numbers say, but the last four weeks, 19, 17, 16, and 22. That's for what? Like, those are oh, fantasy points point. given up to the quarterback. The Raiders, the last four weeks. And which quarterbacks? Not good ones. Okay. Um, but that also applies to Russell Wilson. Sure. But Davis Mills, Andy Dalton, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan. So I'm not saying that Russ can't get it done. He certainly can but he also doesn't by preference. Did you guys see the clip of, I think it was a show in the Denver area, and they were talking oh, yes. about that. I did see this. That Russell Wilson is allegedly at the, uh, at the line of scrimmage calling audibles from the Seattle Seahawks playbook, and the, the, all the players are just staring at him, having no idea what he's talking about, and then they get back to the huddle like, what are you telling us to do? Wow. Like this, I get it. When you play your entire career, some of that muscle memory might come back of you see a, a certain defensive alignment and you're like, I got the perfect play for this, but your team doesn't know what, doesn't know what's going on. It's, it has to be a, the, the frustration on the offensive side of that football team has to be just through the roof. Would you play uh Jason? Would you go with either golf Mariota or Jimmy G above Russell Wilson. Uh, the only the only one that I have ranked above Russell Wilson right now is Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. So the others, I I I think you could throw Russell Wilson in there and hope for you know a, a Raiders defensive mistake or a big Cortland Sutton game. Cortland Sutton is the player that I actually want. Like the only Bronco that I want to play is Sutton. I still expect Jerry Judy to miss this game. I know all the, the news has been very, very positive. Oh, it's not a very serious injury. He actually injury. didn't get hurt at all. He didn't get hurt at all. He, he didn't practice Thursday. Um, so I'm going to trust the transaction, the actual action that's happening versus the words. It's so tough, man. It's so tough because this offense is so bad and is worse without Judy. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't care if the offense – the offense – sucks like the offense is bad no matter what so all I care about is targets I want 11 targets going to Cortland Sutton and then if I'm in a PPR league you're going to be fine you got a chance at a touchdown Greg Dulcich 89% of snaps yes. last week four targets just one catch it the the production sucks but you got to chase the peripherals Broncos have scored a touchdown on three of 51 possessions at home <laughs> what man what oh, man. three of 51 no. possessions that at home. next level garbage so that's one of those things where like that's why I'm nervous about no. everybody because they are inept and then their defense is elite I mean they're number one in points allowed they only give up 16.6 a game um and yet they're 32nd in points scored so they are the best defense the worst offense when you measure by points. I mean, Derek Carr hasn't had a three-touchdown game in 700 days. You don't play him. There's only two plays here. you you got to play Josh Jacobs because he's so involved. He's a, a high-volume workhorse running back. I don't think that you expect massive things from him. And you have to play Devontae Adams because he's Devontae Adams. But it's a tough matchup for both of these guys. Well, Mike would throw a third name in there. Yeah. Foster Moreau, his start of the week. Yeah, And this, again, this is like a streaming situation, but 96% of snaps. Like He's playing the Darren Waller role. He's not Darren Waller, but he's out there all the time. It's, it's similar to Greg Dulcich. You're like, 
I don't love the offense, but if the player is on the field the entire time and getting targets, they're worth a play. Would you bet the under? What's it at? 40, 41. Um, I don't mean, they hit the over last time, right? So, yeah, they yeah. did. They did. Um, I mean, if if I were to do such a thing, I would probably go under you. Yeah, they are missing, what, Judy, Renfro, Waller from the last time they played? Yeah. Dallas, 6-3, and three, taking on the 8-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> the DraftKings Sportsbook line, Dallas minus 1.5. The over-under is 47.5. I know that Kyle the Borgogan himself was a little shocked at this line. So it feels a little disrespectful. Minnesota at home, the underdog here. But I agree with the line. I mean, I think Dallas is going to win the game. And part of that is Minnesota's, they have won all eight games by one score. These have been games where you're like, ah, oh, they're going to lose to Washington. Oh, they won. You know, and, ah, uh, oh, they're going to lose to Buffalo. Wait, they won. So maybe it's disrespectful, Jason, but um, I still think Dallas is going to win the ball game. Yeah, I've, I, I've got the Vikings in this one. Um, so th this is, you know, this should be a good game. The fact that it could go either direction. Uh, you've got a controlled climate indoors here with this is more of a of a sneaky game that I think could be better for fantasy. You know, you look at the, the Cowboys defense and it's scary. They've been great. But at home, I like Minnesota to be able to score and keep up. And I think that what we've seen from CeeDee Lamb over the last couple of weeks is looking like, you know, he's trying to break out and be that number one that you hoped he could be when they drafted him. So I would take the over in this game, but I'm on the Minnesota side. All right. Well, Dak is your start of the week for a man on the Minnesota side. You like Dak to keep up. Uh, 41 pass attempts per game on the road this year. Kirk Cousins, uh, like you said, is he a streaming candidate this week? It's a tough defense. I mean, uh, he is 12 the, points a game is what the Cowboys are giving up to quarterback. Yeah, he's the name where when I go and I look at Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, it's really tough. Would you rather have a good quarterback against a bad defense yes. or a bad quarterback against a great defense? Give me Kirk. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'd like to be the the man who didn't start Russell Wilson. <laughs> That's go. one of my uh, – on the resume. Dalvin Cook, five targets in three straight weeks. Dallas, the last two weeks, uh, 207 rushing yards given up to the Packers, 240 to Justin Fields and the Bears. So uh, the last couple weeks have not been reflective of uh, what they've done on the year against running backs. We'll see if that continues. What do you do with the running back situation on the other side? Ezekiel Elliott expected to be back. Uh, Mike McCarthy said, quote, I anticipate him going. And then Tony Pollard has been absolutely dominant for fantasy over the last two weeks with the role all to himself. Would you play both players. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that both are in play. Zeke, uh, like he'll probably go right back to being the goal line running back should that situation arrive for the Dallas Cowboys. And Tony Pollard, I mean, there's, the juice is there for him to hit the long touchdown. So the, it, it will surprise me if they go back to completely where Tony Pollard, the workload he was getting before. I think that Pollard will get a few more touches to balance out the timeshare, but – it's a timeshare on a, on a pretty potent offense, so both are in play. And the wide receiver rooms, what are you doing with uh, kind of, you know, Jefferson's in, Lamb is in, but, you know, how, how are you feeling about Thielen right now on the not course of great. this season? Not great. I mean, he, he's seeing volume, but he's not getting anything done. Who would you rather have in a dynasty league, Adam Thielen or McCall Hardman? <laughs> oh, that's a fair question. Uh, uh, probably McCall Hardman. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it, if if I'm making a run this year, you, it can't be, can't be Hardman. It can't be Hardman. But it's like looking at the the, the targets, just just targets for Adam Thielen seven 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 eight seven nine eight seven. Great numbers. Like these are fantastic targets. Now do the yards. Uh, forty nine, sixty seven, sixty seven, thirty six. Do the touchdowns. Uh, one zero zero zero. He has two on the season. That's it's, the, that was what made him magical yes, last year. It's a it's a maddening situation for a a good offense. The player is getting targets, and we are getting very little fantasy production. I believe we have done two touchdown guarantees with Adam Thielen this year. Yeah, uh, one. I actually did, and one Jason did on my behalf without me here or my permission. We hit both of them. Both though. of them worked out. Uh, two touchdowns on the year, and both of them were guarantees? Yeah. Is this our fault? I mean, did you just say a two-touchdown guarantee? No, oh, no, no. 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 Did, but I'll bet we could make a zero-touchdown guarantee. 
<laughs> yeah, Dalton Schultz, my start of the week at the tight end position. You got to play him. TJ Hawkinson, 19 targets in two games. Got to play him. You got to play him, including some end zone targets that will only hurt Adam Thielen. Cincinnati it's, it's wild. The TJ Hawkinson going from years and years and years of Detroit where it's like it's so hot and cold of is he part of the game plan goes to the Vikings they're like this dude's good we're gonna we're gonna send all our targets to that guy because he is they, really good what are they doing in Detroit he's really there's a reason he was drafted number eight overall so well, if you weird. do a midseason trade for a premier tight end you better target him yeah or we'd be yelling at him the other way Cincinnati's five and four they take on the three and six Pittsburgh Steelers the DraftKings Sportsbook line here Cincinnati minus four the over under is 40 on the road in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh won in overtime in week one of the season. Things have changed since then. Uh, Joe Burrow was five turnovers, seven sacks. Ew, that was gross. Um, the victory laps on a bad Burrow season started right then, but uh, he is now the quarterback five in fantasy. Much healthier than he was in week one, and he said, quote, I'm, I not, like it. I'm not going to throw four interceptions. I like that quote. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... It's very specific. He three, five, five is would on this, the table. Would that have been motivating to you, like back in our flag football days, like after I had a bad game, mm -hmm. if I had come to you and said, "Guys, I'm not going to throw four interceptions," would you feel? Would you have felt better about things? I would feel exactly the way I feel about Joe Burrow. Is wait, so three, <laughs> three okay. or five? Like right. that? That's still I could get you three. You're saying specifically four. Uh, like how about I'm not going to turn the ball over. I'd love to take Pittsburgh in this game, but I can't do it. I don't think Kenny Pickett and company can keep up, can score enough. I know that the Steelers' defense was better last week, but it was against Andy Dalton. Um, so, unfortunately, I have to I have to side with the Cincy side. Joe Mixon, you're going to play him. T. Higgins, of course. Tyler Boyd, yeah, yeah, you got to you got to get him in there too. And then Hayden Hurst, what do you? Where are you with Hayden Hurst versus like Tyler Conklin? You brought up earlier in the week. I would go with Hurst over Conklin right now while you've got no Jamar Chase. Uh, he is a low-end tight end one, basically like the last guy that you're going to start in your home leagues. Okay. Jalen Warren, 12 touches last week, 77 yards. Najee Harris, 20 for 99 yeah, last week. he finally had a good game, and uh, then he has knee soreness. Yeah, yeah, uh, zero receptions. Uh, his knee gets sore uh, sore when he doesn't go – like 2.2 a carry. Yeah, he ran too far. So Najee over Warren still? Yes. Okay. Deontay Johnson? <sighs> I, I looked into Deontay Johnson a little bit this morning, <sighs> and it really was shocking to see the target numbers compared to the fantasy production because I'm going to read you week four on for uh, Deontay Johnson. And mind you, he never went under 89% snaps in these games. 3.2, That's the fantasy production from Deontay Johnson. So Gross. his best game of the year is 12.4, and that was with Mitchell Trubisky. I think it's very fair to say Deontay is not an auto start. He's not an auto flex. He is probably somebody that, look, if you are, I don't know if you go this low. I think you play Deontay over somebody like Darius Slayton, but maybe you don't. Yeah, I, I can see the argument for it. Uh, full PPR only? Yeah, full PPR, you're able to trust Deontay more because the targets and receptions have been there, but the yardage and touchdowns just haven't. I, I think the interesting barometer is Deontay or George Pickens yeah, in the I same agree. game. Who is the one here? And while the targets go to Deontay, and so he's the number one as far as like Reed in the offense – Fan, the fantasy points are going to George Pickens. Very Lazard, Christian Watson. Right. Very, oh, yeah. You've got a bigger bodied, more athletic red zone target. 6'3", 221 can, years old. Yeah, you go up, you moss a dude, you break a tackle. Moss and, a dude. And, uh, so I would play George Pickens over Deontay Johnson. Well, that's uh, that's good because I, uh, I have these two facing off against each other and I'm on the Pickens side this week. Okay. Congratulations, maybe. Maybe. Congratulations, yeah. Uh, used to moss some dudes uh, in our flag football days, remember? Oh, yeah. It was more of a, like, actual oh, moss. Oh, it was though. Barkley. You Barkley to do. Yeah, unbox him out. <laughs> yeah, round mound rebound. Pat Fryermuth, you got to play him at yep. tight end. Yep, Targets And then we can go talk about Sunday night football. Excited for this game. Kansas City, 
seven and two. Los Angeles five and four. I just love seeing great quarterback uh, play. You know, and Mahomes, Herbert, they each give you some you know some plays every single week that are like, what? How'd you do that? Did you see that throw last week from Herbert to DeAndre Carter through yes. through like three defenders? That was unbelievable. Uh, as he ran. So week two, Kansas City won 27-24 on Thursday night football. It's the only game of the year that Mahomes did not finish in the top 12. I don't care. I don't care. Yes. I don't care. You know what? I don't, I don't care either. Yeah. You know what? What do you think? I don't care at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm right. going to go ahead and start Patrick Mahomes. What do you do with Herbert this week? How do you, uh, how do you approach this Justin Herbert throwing – the ball so short and um, yes. having no targets and not finishing inside the top eight since week one. Well, good. Cause I've got him as my quarterback nine this week. So <laughs> that's, that's about where he's yeah. Nine, nine, eight. That's his highest since then. Yeah. And the matchup is good against Kansas city. He needs at least one of these weapons back. We, uh, he's going to go as Mike Williams, Keenan Allen goes. I love, Joshua Palmer in this game because the matchup for the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense might be okay, but it doesn't matter when the other teams play a certain way against the Chiefs knowing we have to score a lot. Jacksonville opened up last week with an onside kick, right. which, which they recovered because you're going to go for it more on fourth down, and this is a coach in Brandon Staley who's already going for it on fourth down. The amount of plays that are run in the game – and the amount of passing that is anticipated, I think you, you've got weapons that Herbert's an okay play here. At the end of the game, you have to throw it enough that you're going to accumulate the counting stats to be good at fantasy football. I see him as a low-end quarterback one this week, and hopefully for his sake and for Joshua Palmer's sake, one of the two big wide receivers are back. That's, that's my hope. I don't care which one. Give me one, not both. Is there any, uh, I mean, where, same handicap as yesterday on Keenan Allen and Mike Williams? I haven't heard any new information uh, that has changed my opinion. So, yeah, I would say that 50-50 for Keenan, um, worse odds for Mike Williams to start. I'm really excited about Isaiah Pacheco this week against the 30th-ranked run defense with the Chargers, uh, giving up almost 30 points a game on the ground. And Jerry McKinnon was limited in practice this week. I think he Pacheco's, was limited last week too. I think Pacheco's role is very secure. I think they both are. I mean, they, I do think they'll try to get Clyde a little bit more work this week, based on conversations around it, the, the team. Yeah, we did. We had the quote from Andy Reid saying we got a essentially the, the the classic Andy Reid. I don't know why my running back didn't get on the field. Like I'm not in charge of everything. Uh, but Clyde Edwards-Helaire was, I mean, left for dead this past week. But what is what's hard for me on on the Clyde side is they had the bye week, and things were very clear of the two running backs. Pacheco is is the rushing running back, and Jarek McKinnon is the receiving running back. You have right after the bye week two straight games of eight targets for Jarek McKinnon, who up to that point had basically seen ten like what I don't twelve targets or so on the season. It seems like Clyde, the design might be to be the goal line back. Maybe. Based on him taking the field Which, last year once they got into the red zone. It's but not really his specialty. Nor is it something they, they need as much with Mahomes throwing it around the yeah. end zone. And they do trick plays. And, you know, the wide receivers, we don't expect Juju due to the concussion, but he is still, uh, that's still up in the air. And I mean, if, yeah, the, the hardest part is it's Sunday night. So you may not know because because if Juju plays in this game, he, he has he not would, been back in. he has not been ruled out. Okay, so don't hear what I'm not saying. He has not been ruled out, but he did not participate at all on a Thursday. Right after a week where you saw I forget what the word is, but he had you know the the visible um, kind of unconscious you, you look, got kind of the the shaky legs. And yes, stuff. and so he is not playing this game. He's not ruled out. It's still possible but it's not going to happen um cole hardman on ir so Kadarius tony mbs sky Moore, travis kelsey kelsey over under 15 targets a game average the rest of the season <laughs> i mean average i'll take the under but it's a your point is well yeah. made. no i mean two weeks ago 17 but back down to seven last week uh fantasy finishes for kelsey 
on the year. If you look at him, I mean, it's, it's worth just, a momentary like reflection. One, 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 one. I mean, he had, he finished fifteenth in week uh, in week two, which was five for fifty one. Must have been a good tight end week. One, three, three, two, three, 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 two. Yeah, helps. I mean, his his biggest competition, Mark Andrews, is. Not playing football. This I mean, year. this guy hasn't even been the tight end once. Yeah, what a loser! One. What, what a bum! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven straight years for Travis Kelsey. Six of those as number one tight end. The other one was number two. Like he's, he's great. Out. He's okay. It's it's very wild. Gerald Everett. Uh, I think I'm trying to find a different option this week. I know that he Trey McKitty. He may be a McKitty. McKitty. Sure. McKitty. McKitty. I, I think I'm okay starting Gerald Everett if if he is active. Obviously, you know, he was limited participant in practice. Last week against San Francisco had a very, very bad game. But this matchup against Kansas City, if they're going to have to pass a lot and keep up, they give up points to the tight end position. So I, I, w I would be fine with Everett. I'm too, I mean, like, I'm too nervous about the injury. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I play Hurst. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But you know me, I'm expired. Everett's expired to me. Yeah, he's he's you, been disappointing for the opportunities you presented play, his way. Oh, uh, are the Jags on by? Schmevin Schmingrel. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Are the Jaguars on by? Who are they playing? They're on by. Oh, so you cannot make that decision. 49ers five and four taking on the four and six Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals technically the home team, but the games in Mexico City on Monday night. DraftKings Sportsbook line: San Francisco minus eight. The over under is forty three and a half. Let's uh let's go through the matchup here on the San Francisco side. Jimmy G is he a viable streamer against the Cardinals who are twenty sixth uh in terms of fantasy points given up to the quarterback and twenty eighth in the past six weeks. Yeah, I mean the those two numbers you just outlaid say that it's a good uh good situation for Jimmy Garoppolo. The place where the Cardinals get beat the most is at tight end. They have George Kittle, so Jimmy Garoppolo can, uh, you know, uh, torch us there. Obviously, with Christian McCaffrey in tow, it it makes everyone else a little – I hold my breath a little bit more with anybody, whether it's Debo, Kittle. Uh, Ayuk's been great, but even there, it's, it's you know, he takes so much. He's a sponge that just gets so much of the passing and rushing offense where it's not pure addition to the offense. It You know, he's he's taken a lot of that away. I mean, I think, start Christian McCaffrey. Obviously. Yeah, start McCaffrey. Start Debo, I think. Um, you, when Debo goes off on your bench, you, that doesn't you're going to feel too stupid. The bigger question, 20 opportunities for Elijah Mitchell last week. Cardinals are 27th against running backs. I think that you can start Elijah Mitchell. I, I'm in As, the camp I think of – flex play, sure. Uh, you know, if you're staring down Gibson or Elijah Mitchell, who are you playing, Mike? Gibson. Both in committees. One's a much better running team. Yeah, it is, yeah Gibson. If you're staring down Elijah Mitchell or Devin Singletary, who are you starting, Andy? Singletary. What about Joshua Palmer or Elijah <laughs> Yeah, okay, Mitchell? we're getting into your roster, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You already won. <laughs> you can blow it. I could I could blow it. I could see you blowing it. You've only had one player go. You could put up 140. Um, I'd like to see that, too. <laughs> I'd like to see what happens. Uh. Brandon Ayuk's averaging 8.8 .8 targets per game. I think he is flex-worthy. Yes, George Kittle, and, Jason, uh, start um, of the week this week. Cardinals love giving up points Byron to the Byron Murphy end. was also one of the Cardinals not practicing. See, I think we just said to start all 49ers. Yes. Seems, I, I, that seems like it. To me, that yes, they're all in play. Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, we don't know who's going to start for the Cardinals. Murray was limited in practice. Colt McCoy led them to a victory last week over the Rams. Um I think one of the two, not their third string, will start this game on Monday night. It's a very important game. Cardinal season kind of ends with a loss. If they were to win, they're right back into the fold. I mean, if they're a half are, game behind the if, 49ers. If Kyler Murray is your primary quarterback, and we don't, you don't have clarity yet because we're recording on a Friday morning, we we probably won't know yet. Is Kyler going to go? Are you stashing Jimmy Garoppolo yes. or Colt McCoy as your backup option? Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. I, 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 That's I where mean, I'd lean as well. Yeah, and Colt's not – That's going to be a great pivot on Monday night is to be able to go from Kyler to Jimmy G. Yeah, and, and if, if Garoppolo's not there, I'm fine starting Colt McCoy. Or you could take the shot and grab someone like Daniel Jones and just start him 
on Sunday ahead of not knowing if we don't have clarity on that situation? Uh, James Conner, two touchdowns last week. It's a tough matchup for James Conner, but you got to play him. It's all the work. DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore. Uh, the 49ers defense been so good against the run. Uh, they're bottom, th- uh, not quite bottom third. They're more in the middle against wide receivers, but are both of those players in play? Yeah, both are in play. Hopkins and Moore. Moore, to me, seems like such a good start with losing Zach Ertz on the middle of the field the last three weeks. He's the wide receiver 7, 21, and 18. He's going to soak up a ton of targets. He's got he's a lot 30 of... 30-plus percent of the targets the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just been outstanding. So, Rondale is... If Hopkins missed this game or was limited, right? He could play but have an issue, get injured mid-game. Like Rondell Moore is going to get every target on this entire offense. Or the Dorch. Oh, that's what? I, I, thought, he was, I thought he was going I was straight go, to, yeah, to was, Hollywood, right? No, what? I was going to, or maybe their second-round pick, Trey McBride, who, <laughs> who uh, was – the best tight end of last year in college was the first tight end drafted. Maybe, maybe the in, like an offensive genius can figure out how to use that player. I like how the, the tendency is not to hold responsible the player not getting targets, even though we say vocally targets aren't earned stat and like players earn their targets with their talent. Well, he, he has can a, you hold McBride accountable here, Mike? I can hold the team accountable for not getting the player on the field. Well, actually, I believe yeah, he Trey was on Mc... the field for every no, snap last game. last week. Yes, but that that one, I look, I get it when you're when you have a specific game plan for a specific player, and then Zach Ertz is ruled out immediately. You just go to the reliable play, uh, players on the team. That makes sense to me. I, I would say that Trey McBride is someone that you probably should pick if you've got a burnable roster spot. You should pick up and put on your bench as a stash because while we say targets are an earned stat, and that's absolutely true, this is a rookie tight end playing behind Zach Ertz, who's got a big bag of money. So it's it's not just always easy to you know until this last week he's playing twenty percent of the yeah. snaps. If he comes into the Zach Ertz role and looks good week one, I will start him next week. Okay, yeah, he's a little bit like he should be what Dulcich is. Uh, in Denver, which is a potential option because of the draft capital talent opportunity. All the rankings and start set tool available on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. It's time. Let's go. For shame. Fantasy Faceoff, presented by DraftKings. Well, 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 Foot Clan, I didn't lose proud of you yeah good work mike did i did and he gets to spin the wheel wheel of shame all right spin spin the stupid wheel all right what do we got on here oh not losing it's so fun minecraft cowboy marsh Mellow. And I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. I'm able to proceed, Judge. <laughs> if you guys so while, while Mike's I'm getting be- I'm becoming a cat. Yes, you are becoming a cat. And oh, and while, I have like cat woman claws. hmm Okay. While uh, How am I supposed to use my computer? Uh it's not we'll, important. We'll Maybe pull up out. your yeah, pull, pull up your lineup before you put on those uh Okay. While Mike's getting uh, dressed this? in his oh, best cat oh. attire. Well, this is not yeah, safe for work, you this have a, collar It's just here. a kitty cat collar. Um, if you have not seen barely the, fits my neck. <laughs> the quote, I'm not a cat video from the COVID Oh, times, everybody saw that. I it, just showed it to someone like this last week. And they hadn't was, seen it? No. And it was it's so good. This, <laughs> was the day of, this was the day of Zoom. Yes. Right? Everybody was on Zoom and they had a cat filter on. And this poor old gentleman... Poor old Jay. he was he was at a legal proceeding. He yeah. couldn't figure out he had done something wrong. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. He, he was not. There's there's legal proceedings that aren't. Just I thought criminal. he was. No, he was not a criminal at all. No, this was one of the like attorneys in question, and he is an old man, and Zoom is hard. And uh, his daughter, granddaughter, had put on the filter of a cat, and he couldn't turn it off. I am not a cat. <laughs> Anyways, so, you look wonderful, Mike. Uh, Meow. <clears throat> let's get into our lineups for this week. We'll see how much crossover we have. Could you get a costume that takes longer to put on, please? Yeah. Uh, no. Next time, I'm going to go full body. Uh, well, let's I, let's start at quarterback. Yeah. And I, I'll kick us off here. Oh, okay. 
because right. yeah, it nice. shouldn't be a surprise. I'm still sticking at 7,600 with Justin Fields. When you are lapping the fields with fantasy points over someone else, I am not changing until he's 9,000 or has a bad game. Right oh, now, those his, are Mike's uh, talons. Oh, very talons. My, my claws. Talons. It's claws. Um, my claws. Yeah, DK Sportsbook line has a very Ow. nice 69 and a half <laughs> rushing yard is the line for Fields this game, and he is minus 105 to score a rushing touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I have Justin Fields. Oh, all right. Welcome. Didn't yeah. want to be caught riding dirty. Mike, can I assume you have Justin Fields? You cannot. Oh. I am riding dirty today, boys. I'm, I'm going to make a guess. Did you go with Dak? Nope. Oh, that would have been my guess Did as well. Did you go up to Allen? Oh, wait. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, okay. my start of the week, because he is 5,700. Uh, you may be high-fiving right now, but you'll you'll see why I went to Daniel Jones. Uh, but yes, it, it is definitely a very calculated risk. 57. One of your whiskers is caught on your microphone. Yeah. Which one? All of them on the <laughs> left side. Go. There you go. Uh, Jason, who's your running backs? Uh, My I running backs. I have some crossover here. Uh, I have Saquon Barkley. When you are playing against Detroit and your Saquon Barkley have to be in the lineup even though you're 8,900 in cash game. Damian Pierce is my running back to uh, 6,500. He still feels like a guaranteed good play every week. Yeah, I have those two. Those oh, are the two running backs that I, I like have. your lineup so far, Andy. This is why you jumped ahead of me in, in the uh, line here. Uh, Pierce, 79.5 rushing line. Uh, he has not scored since week five. He's due. Uh, I also have Saquon Barkley at 8,900, and then my running back two in that spot is Brian Robinson Jr. at 5,300. Love him against the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's that's good savings there, Mike. You have you have stored up some uh, some monies for the rest of your players. Jason, let's hear your three wideouts. My three wideouts. I start doing some punts after CD Lamb. CD Lamb seventy five hundred is in my lineup, and then I have a forty three hundred and a thirty nine hundred dollar uh, oh, wide receiver those, combo. I have those as well. Uh, Paris Campbell. Yep. And Ben Skoranek. Yeah, baby. B -b -b ben Skoranek. <laughs> All right, my three wide receivers. I spent up on Stephon Diggs at eighty three hundred. I also have Paris Campbell at forty three hundred, and my third wide receiver is Garrett Wilson at forty nine hundred. Oh, that's a nice play. Uh, I like the PPR value of Garrett Wilson at that price. Mike Paris Campbell, Ben Skronik, and then I have uh, I toyed with do I go with Ceedee Lamb, but I ended up with Amon Ross St. Brown at seventy two hundred. Figure I got Daniel Jones going. Yeah, let me get Amon Ra on the other side just in case we get a, a big game. Yeah, I uh, I think we all toyed with CeeDee Lamb. Jason was the only one to stick with it. Uh, who's your tight end flex and defense? Well, Jack Stoll. Stoll <laughs> is my tight end at the <laughs> rock bottom basement. Stone men, baby. 2,500. He is, if you're saying who's Jack Stoll, he is. Yeah, that's what people are saying. He is the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> who will be playing in lieu of Dallas Goddard. Uh, at Flex, I've got Jamal Williams, 6,000. He returned to practice, so not worried about the illness. And at defense, I, I I had the Steelers for a long time, but I had extra cash. I paid up a little bit for the New York Jets at, uh, going to New England off the bye. All right, my tight end is Greg Dolcich at 3,800. Wanted a piece of uh, the non-Judy targets there. Sure. Demir Bird is my bargain. Ah, bargain wow. by 3400 in the flex. Obviously, spinning up on Garrett Wilson with Diggs and Campbell cost me some money. And then I did go with the Steelers uh, at 2300 on the defensive dang side. It. Uh, I also have the Steelers oh, at 2300 My tight end, uh, my tight end, I uh, will be uh, calling the doctor, uh, Dr. Yeah. Schultz. Part, uh, another part you had of the some money. Another part of the reason I pivoted away from uh, CeeDee Lamb, didn't want to have too many Cowboys. On my flex, just a little old guy, Jonathan Taylor at mm. seventy eight hundred. So you boom, have, boom. I was I've so been waiting have, for that money. I was like, <laughs> where is this money being spent? So you chose to just uh kind of string us along by putting Brian Robinson in. I can't look at you as a cat. Why? I mean you yeah. just look you look ridiculous. I think I look pretty good. So yeah. you've got Barkley, Brian Robinson, and then Jonathan Taylor. That is correct. I was very surprised you didn't have Brian Robinson Jr. in your in your lineup, Andy. He's your start of the week and such a good value. Absolutely. No, I would rather have just had the same exact lineup as you. Oh. 
Yeah, because you want to win. I get it. <laughs> uh, that was Fantasy Faceoff presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code BALLERS to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place I a need $5 my, my dollar bet on any football game. That's the code BALLERS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, you, did you say that? I, I, said, I said Kittle instead of Kibble. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do, do they give Kibble to cats? Is it cat Kibble? I, I, thought, I thought it was just dog Kibble. I think kibble just means like small pellets of food for animals, yeah, right? I think, I think okay. that's correct. I think yeah. kibble can go to either animal. I mean, you can, can eat we kibble. eat kibble. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can. There are people that do it. Don't recommend. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. That is it for today's episode of the show. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully, we avoid any weather drama, and uh, your fantasy team does better than Mike's. See you on Sunday, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.